Hey everyone, today's episode deals with religious trauma as well as abortions and sexual assault. If that triggers anything for you, don't give it a listen, give us one a miss, and there will be some resources in the show notes. A listener production. Today, this podcast is being recorded on Gadigal land. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this country and elders past, present. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a very special Catholic edition of It's A Lot podcast. I'm here to let you know that I've been baptized. No, I'm kidding. Um, I, <laughs> I have my first communion. Um, no, but let me just preface this whole episode by if any of you fuckers want to have a go at me for, dis- for having a go at the Catholic Church, first and fucking foremost, I went to a Catholic school. I was literally taught by nuns, so suck my dick. And also, like, my principal was a nun. And also, like, literally a fucking nun, Sister Elvira Queen. Queen, love her. Progressive Queen. Um, and my grandma was taken by the Catholic Church, okay? So we have beef with the Catholic Church. It's a book written about it. I have beef with the fucking Catholic Church. Taken by the Catholic Church? She was yeah. an orphan. There was a court case. The, the, the two, the Catholic Church and the Protestant Church fought over my grandma and her siblings. The Catholic Church won because grandma was an orphan at age six. There's a book written about it. Anyway. Wow. Grandma history. Carmel is dead, but she's still alive in me. <laughs> Love you, Carmel, more than anything. Rest in peace, Queen. Because Carmel was named after Carmelite nuns. My grandma. Oh. The Carmelite who don't talk. Well, they do talk, but they don't like, they're like in a little, in their little nunnery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just so before all you fuckers have a go at me like you do every Easter, <laughs> I'm just, I'm very, I'm sick of everyone having a go at me. I'm like, I'm Catholic. I can say whatever the fuck I want. Well, I'm not Catholic because I'm an atheist and my family are atheists, but I've Catholic blood in me. Grandma hasn't liked the church before it was cool. Since 1927 when she was born, she's like the fucking church. So actually it's in three generations of hating the Catholic church, okay? I probably shouldn't say grandma hated the Catholic church. Um, she did love them. And to be fair, the Carmelite nuns did pray for me when I was younger. <laughs> but did I also, they do a good job? They do. Well, this is the, this is the, well, they did. They actually, I mean, look what's turned out. Thank you, Carmelite nuns. No. But I actually wanted to preface this by saying I'm criticising the cooked parts of the Catholic Church. If you are a Catholic or you're Christian and you can't handle hearing that, turn it off and reevaluate like you and maybe you've got to ask your priest what your deal is because if you can't analyse there's certain aspects of your fucking religion that are fucked, then um, sort it out, okay? I'm coming out with anger because I'm sick of it. Every, every, hey, every Easter I say this, <laughs> every Easter I go, why the fuck are the bottle of closed on fucking Good Friday? I don't give a shit. Yeah. Every, I, I, go, I go, I'm an atheist and also it isn't even Christian. It's a Catholic tradition, which is a sect of Christianity, which isn't even like a majority fucking religion in this country. And I went to a Catholic school and I'm going, let me have a fucking drink on Easter. Like imagine if every Ramadan they closed all the fucking bottle Imagine all the fucking far right white nationalists, how angry they would be. Exactly. So I think that's my first issue. Every time I have this, people go, you shouldn't attack religion. I go, I'm not attacking religion. I'm attacking the government because we should be a fucking secular nation. We are meant to be a secular nation. Mm. Separation of church and state, except for on Easter Friday for some reason. And also, remember I used to work in hospital. It caused me so much, me talking so fast. I was working in hospital and it would cause me so much grief because in Queensland you couldn't serve a drink unless someone was eating a meal with a knife and fork. Everyone would yell at me. Uh. It was very stressful, you know. Just So first of all, 
If you're a sooky Catholic, go sook somewhere else. Go repent or something. I don't know. Go to communion. And second of all, I want to say this about the Catholic Church. I went to a Catholic school and I really liked my experience at said Catholic school. So I'm not here to shit on Catholicism as a whole or every Catholic before you all get your little fucking tights and a knot that you have to wear in summer because you have to be conservative. But genuinely, I, I really loved my Catholic school. I went to St. Rita's in Brisbane. It was not overly religious. Our principal was a nun. We had nuns living on the premises. And when the nuns got kicked out, we all cried because you love the nuns so much. Mm. So did, did they wear that outfit? Did they wear? No, they just wear like a little Suzanne's top and a maxi skirt. <laughs> <laughs> but sis, I had a beautiful time at a Catholic school. So before, again, all of you have a fucking sook, A, I went to a Catholic school. Ash Wednesday, Pancake Tuesday, etc. Okay, there's some lingo for you to prove it. Second of all, there are cooked things about Catholicism. It doesn't mean all Catholics are bad because my school was very reasonable. We only went to chapel like once every couple of months. We had like two, three masses a year, like Christmas mass, Easter mass, and then um, St. Rita's Day mass. But after St. Rita's Day, we had a dance competition. So it was pretty slay called House Heroic. So we had a dance, co- we have mass in the morning, then we'd have a big lunch and all cake. And then after that, it's time to dance, baby. So we'd have a dance competition for the whole afternoon. I mean, that's sick. Fucking cool. Great school. St. Rita's is fucking amazing. I love St. Rita's. I think it was the best school in Brisbane. I'm obsessed with them because our pillars were like simplicity, hospitality, purity. Not, no, 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 never purity. We never, we had full sex education. Full oh, sex education. Okay. Ed. Like wow. my school, Whoa. that's what I'm saying. My school was. Yeah. Fucking good. Like, my school was amazing. Like, I don't feel like any of – that's why mm. I'm such an atheist because I had a fight with my nun in grade – with Sister Alvira in grade nine about how Mary Magdalene was slut-shamed. <laughs> <laughs> my year that doesn't t- surprise me My year 12 all. assignment was about her being slut-shamed. And I, and my that's sister so cool. Of, Progressive And vibes. I got, like, an eight. Yeah, like, it wasn't an issue. Okay, okay. And my, and my sister – my sister like, it was like an art project about – Catholicism yeah. and like turning and like investigating what Catholicism really is. And I remember my sister had like red lipstick on and she was like, Mary Magdalene. <laughs> <laughs> Slut shaming in the Catholic church. Um, but yeah, we didn't, I actually can't remember us ever. We'd obviously do the Lord's prayer at mass. Mm. And then our, as a treat, we used to get um, my favorite thing in the world. My favorite song ever written still is shout to the Lord. Okay, can you give us, oh, a, give us a little, give us a little thing? Okay, so here's what would happen. Okay, so but, it, but there's drama about it. So if we were good in assembly or if it was a special occasion like St. Rita's Day or we had ATC, the annual Thanksgiving ceremony, every year at QPAC, if it was a big mass or if we were really good, we were allowed to sing Shout to the Lord. Okay. Right? It's a hill, it's a hill song song. But So it starts off like this, all the girls' arms, they, they play the start of it and you go, oh, my God. Shout to the Lord. Oh, my God, shout to the Lord. And we yell. We go, we go, yes, it was so much fun. This. My Jesus, my Saviour, Lord, there is none like you. All of my days. You're the theatrics. I want to praise the wonders of your mighty love. do 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 my comfort, my shelter, it's getting somewhere, shelter, tower of refuge and strength, let every breath, it's coming, all that I am, never cease to worship you, shout to the Lord of the earth, power and majesty, praise to the king, majesty, and the sea shall roar at the sound. 
Oh my god, it's the <laughs> best it's fucking song. It's the best fucking song. Ever Nothing compares to the promise I have in you. So that was why it was. It was. Can you imagine how fun that was with eight hundred girls in a yeah. fucking hall laughing at the tempo it? tempo change. Like we thought it was. Yeah, it was. Just, and then because we'd all be, <laughs> and we'd all. And I remember graduation, us all crying, doing it. <laughs> My, but not because we cared about the words, but because yeah. we were like, it's the girls, it's the girls. <laughs> So all I can hear is really positive things about it. Yeah, it's the thing. So I fucking loved my school. I loved yeah. my school so much. It was amazing. My teachers were all amazing. They were all lovely. They were all really good teachers. I obviously am so smart because of them. I had the most slay fucking economics teacher, Mr. Jarvis. Love you, King. Like, I really missed my school. <laughs> I loved my school so much. I'm, I'm sensitive you should do a reunion with your school. Well, I actually went there to do a film and television class one time and I was chased out of the school like I was Britney Spears. Like I was Lady Princess Diana. <laughs> <laughs> the girls were losing their minds And I went, girls <laughs> I went, girls, stop it We can sing a shout to the Lord later um, <laughs> Are you there with an umbrella Like defending yourself Trying to get going, away from you Trying to get in the Uber <laughs> oh, God, so stressful So there's a Four Corners investigation um, Well, expose, I guess um, About the students at these girls' schools Run by Opus Day. So we've got some clips here that, I'm, that we're gonna we're gonna speak about. I would say this is the extreme of the Catholic Church. Hmm. Um, and are they going off Vatican One? It sounds like they are. I don't know what Vatican One is. So like Vatican One and Vatican Two. Vatican Two is when they kind of like rewrote the, some of the rules. So like, oh, this is a bit old after like two thousand years. I'm like, oh, better sort it out. Yeah, it um, was actually like in in the eighties that hmm. they that they pulled that institution together. Yes. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm repeating your point of not all Catholic schools subscribe to it, but not all a few schools and, and this investigation specifically focused on two schools. One was called Tengara mm. and one was called Redfield. Yeah. And, and those were the ones that were kind of, they dug through and asked alumni, student alumni, what was happening exactly. And one of them basically, <laughs> I have the grabs here that I was listening to the investigation today and, you know, they were talking about purity. And this is what one of the students said about um, so fucked up. what the teachers told them about purity. We were given a piece of sticky tape and asked to pass it from person to person all the, ra- all the way around the class. By the time it got to the last person, the teacher asked the class, what value does this sticky tape have anymore? It's dirty. It's not sticky. It uh, doesn't fulfill its function anymore. And the teacher said to us, that's what happens to you when you have sex before marriage, when you have multiple partners. You're not worthwhile anymore because you're dirty and unusable. And unusable. Sorry, first of all, I, it, I laugh because it's like, yes, people are the same as a home brand sticky tape from Officeworks. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, uh, do, do, do we know what grade they were in when they were doing that? Yes, I think they were 14. So like grade eight down here? Yeah. And what do we know what club? Was it in religion or was it in sex ed? No, it was just, uh, just no, they don't specify. Fun. They don't specify. They just said this is what a teacher told us. Wow. About purity. See, wow. they were like, use condoms, otherwise you get STIs. Um, the pill is 99% effective. You can get the pill. If you need to go on the pill, go to your GP. Tell them this. Well, these ones told them that the pill causes cancer. Yes. That's insane. So they're fucking, yeah. yeah. So, so this purity, I mean, I mean, it's just obviously everyone listening and preaching to the fucking choir. We know that you don't lose value from the sticky tape. But that is so damaging to put into 14-year-old 
right? girls' minds from an authority figure at school at age 14 mm. is so young to have that sort of narrative about yourself going through your head already. I wonder if any of the kids told their parents, because when you're that young, I saw Dominic Perrottet said that, well, there's been no complaints for the schools. It's like, yeah, because you don't realise how cooked things are at school until you leave school because you're a 14-year-old mm. kid. You don't realise. You think, okay, well, I'm being told this and this is my teacher. You know, the metaphor makes sense. Mm. Like why, why else would you, would you question that? Great. So we've got slut shaming so far. That's good. Purity and the and- second thing. <laughs> God. <clears throat> the second thing is about porn and how they were shown basically an MRI uh, photo of different brains. And you know how with MRI photos, sometimes basically MRI is this process where you scan the brain, but you have to take this almost dye, which is injected into your blood, and then certain areas of your brain light up. And that's how Just the photos look I didn't know like. that. Yeah, so there are certain sections of your brain that light up. But in a, when you're looking at the photo, it looks like you might have like a little hole in the brain. It looks like a hole, but it's obviously not a hole. And this is, is, it the, is it the lack of dye because it can't yeah, pick it up? potentially, or the dye itself. I can't remember, but it's the contrast in the photo that right. shows you mm. it kind of like that the brain has God. a hole. Okay, Dr. Lim. <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? Wasted psychology degree, that's oh my, what it is. Oh, psychology degree, of course. Yes, yes, that's what they Neurosurgeon Lim? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what, it pays well. I could do it as a master's and mm-hmm. continue, yeah. Um, so yeah, this is basically what they were told or what they were given to, to see and what they were told about pornography and masturbation as well. So we were given a worksheet in class um, with this image and our religion teacher told us that the images were MRIs of brains with physical holes in the brain tissue. So and where are the, the holes? So these dark places here that are illuminated, which are really just just the basic anatomy of the brain, we were told that those were the holes caused by pornography. This is, this is traumatising for young people. This is actually traumatising if they are being having so much shame injected into their narratives about themselves and about their sexuality from this age. That is so damaging when they do eventually... Watch porn. Have sex or watch porn or masturbate, which you're going, you're going to do. The amount of shame and Catholic, the Catholic guilt that is being instilled into them is genuinely that's a that's a form. Of, I think that's a form of trauma. That's really 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 fucked up. The worksheets. <laughs> I mean, they've paid for a color printout. Like Jesus. Like just to reiterate how different my school was. Again, I don't know why I'm so defensive of Catholics. I started off going, "Fuck you all." I'm gonna have a go at the Catholic Church. I mean, the Catholic Church can be like this, but my my eight. Religion assignment was doing an interpretive dance to a, oh, to a hymn, to a hymn, and my my friend and I literally couldn't breathe. We were making it up because we thought it was so funny. We did like several <laughs> changes, and then we and we gave everyone um we gave everyone a tea light at the start of the dance, and made them put that into the water to release to release their sadness. I would pay so much to see this. I don't even know what the hymn it was to. I don't know what hymn it was to. But so the contrast there, you know, like like out they were like girls, let your creativity flow. You know, put on a hymn. And just move your body to the way Jesus takes you to. But they didn't even really mention Jesus. But that is so, so, so fucking scary. To have. But to be fair, again, they're 14 in this still? Yeah, I think the, most of the students. No, the, the students talking are alumni. How does this come up? Yeah, yeah, but how does this come up? Like how does a religion teacher go, today we're going to talk about what purity? And mm. then I wonder, do they relate it back to the scriptures? They must. I would imagine that they kind of witness things happening, like oh. somebody watching. This is me. This oh. is completely my opinion on this. Is they watch students? Oh, you know, 
there's reports of students watching porn and they're like, we have to do something about this. We really need to. We have to, to intervene and show them they're going to get. With misinformation, with, basically. With, they're being, I mean, this is, this is like, this is cult. It's mm. cult vibes. And what's most, I think, shocking about it or distressing or whatever you want to say is that this is all done in the name of religious freedom, like freedom of yeah. speech, but it's actually misinformation. So you can't, you can't say, oh, we need, we can say whatever the fuck we want because this is under this kind of protective. Catholics, yeah. Yeah. And, and then you're just absolute misinformation, like bringing out these fucking scans and showing. MRIs. And also kids don't know. I mean, I just learned what an MRI was. <laughs> like, kids don't know what an, MR, what an MRI is or whether or not porn. I, do they have any boys' schools? This, yeah. Do you know if it happens at the boys' schools? I'm not sure. No, that I investigation wonder. didn't really cover that well, one. I went to a Catholic boys' school. Oh, I my God. Hang on. Recall. Where's yeah. your anecdotes? Have you done a simple change at all in religion class? No, I mm. see because I went to a state school for a, a big part of it. So when I walked into a Catholic church, everything was just mind blowing. Like the fact that there was, they had like Jesus dying on a cross in every single room. I was like, what the fuck? And everyone at the start of the class would sing the Hail Mary and just, it's what? almost like a chant. Like it would, <laughs> Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee, bless that. Yeah, that was kind of oh weird for me. But yeah. I, I, you know, each to their own, whatever. But I didn't feel like they, you know, shoved religion down our, um, throats or anything like that. Yeah. I think it was a bit more open-minded as well. Yeah. Because so, otherwise my MRI would have had a massive hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Not my MRI. Uh, because I wonder, I wonder what the boys are being taught at age 14, if they're being taught they can't watch porn or are they being taught how to be strong male leaders? Well, I think the Probably. worst part of all of this is how the gir- how they're um, making out the boys to be to the girls. So there was one part where they talked about you probably know what the narrative is going to be, that it's the woman's fault, really. But this is what one of the students had to say about this. Students say the message was women were partially responsible for sexual assault by men. The idea was that men couldn't control themselves, basically. Men had these urges um, and, I don't know, women supposedly didn't. And it was kind of our responsibility to help men, I suppose, by, <gasps> by not tempting them. Men are wild stallions and it's up to women to hold the reins. Yeah. Men are like dogs and if you put the food in front of them, they have to eat it. I always find that ideology so interesting that men, like as a whole and like religious men, they'll warn you about other men not realising that they're telling on themselves. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) so you're looking at my 15-year-old ankles and you're getting horny and it's my fault. Yeah, Like, so you're a fucking, you're literally like... If you're a teacher saying this, you're saying to all these girls that they are sexual beings when they're in grade eight. Yeah, and I really despise this notion. And it's still there, I think, that, oh, you know, women don't have the sexual drive. It's the man who has the sexual drive and that they are the ones responsible for their sex drives because they don't have... Any sex, yeah, they can't enjoy it's sex. That's why you you in a lesbian relationship. That's why you guys don't have sex at all. We don't actually. That's yes. a thing. We and, pray and, it's pr- and yeah. we grind. We never penetrate. We pray and grind. <laughs> pray I, and I grind. No pray penetration. And grind. Pray and grind. And no penetration. And pray. That's you. And scissor. And si- oh, sorry, too far. <laughs> Fucking hell. I think it's really funny as well in terms of boys and girls' schools, like Catholic girls, 
women are told, women are giving all these warnings and basically fear is put into you and it is it is dangerous being a woman in public or at nighttime or like we are um, attacked and murdered. Women are told to be on guard and be defensive and, and know what they're doing to cause harm to themselves. But I don't think this would even be, they wouldn't explicitly say it's women's fault if you sexually assault them, but they wouldn't say anything to the boys' school at all, I don't think. I can't imagine. Yeah, I have no idea, but yeah. There's no mention of sexual assault. There wouldn't be any at all. They wouldn't even use the term. They wouldn't even know consent. Mm. I don't recall ever being taught consent or anything about sexual assault ever. I don't think I was. Catholic school. Never, no. I don't think I was. I don't think I was either. But before Chanel Contos really, like, campaigned for consent education, it wasn't even a conversation. And it wasn't even something that I, I really ever thought about even going through this. And even as an adult, I thought, well, like, it wasn't a gap that I saw in my education. People who are in high school now or just finished high school, things were so different when I was in high school. And I'm sure when you were in high school, Oscar, as well. Like, I feel like every 10 years, something, it's so different. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you just hear from your parents how fucked up it was for them. Like the fact that the cane was even a Well, mum was caned, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. That, oh, that yeah. early At the primary on. school that I went to, went to the same primary school and she was caned there. But so things do change really rapidly. And even I was talking to someone recently about, well, two people in the last week, I spoke about like their little sister or about their like little cousin and who were both like 15 to 18 range. I was talking about how like how staunch kids are these days, all of them. And I'm fucking obsessed with it because they have so much education at their fingertips. It is scary in terms of the far-right radicalisation of young boys with Andrew yeah. Tate. That is scary. Mm. But when it comes to positive education, um, one of these girls, a family member said to her that she shouldn't wear her outfit because she'll be asking for it and she's 15. Oh, and she said, fuck? And she said, all right, well then, um, how about I take it the fuck off and you can see my pussy? 15. But back to this, what were we talking about this? Um, what was the last one we played? The um, So the last one we played was the sexual, sexual assault, assault one. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm not going to explain to everyone why that's wrong. I think everyone listening knows if you, I mean, right? Is that is that fair to assume or should I? I, mean, I think so, yeah. I feel like I'm, you know, that would be a bit yeah. patronising. But I think it's more about, again, how malleable young minds are. And then to pull yourself out of that mindset is really hard as well. Mm. And when you are taught these things from a young age, young woman, you become an agent of the patriarchy and an agent of the Catholic Church and you then start policing other women at 100%. age 14. So yeah. you're being recruited as a little minion to then tell other women, if say if you had friends who go to a state school that you're dancing with or something, mm. and tell them that if they kissed a boy, then they, they're going to they're gonna die. And then it's like you're either spreading that information or you're isolating yourself further into the church. Yeah, and I think the most God, disturbing... <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've got to be honest with you. I heard that and I thought, fuck, she's good. Yeah. <laughs> me going, fuck up. Me go, pat on the back, abs. That's my I'm Catholic education. Put in the video, put in the video. You know, thank you, Mr. Barry, my yeah. English teacher. <laughs> but the most disturbing one was like, because you're saying this is all an effect on them, but the most disturbing, I think, is the the what they were told about the HPV vaccine. Yeah, so even the vaccine, let me go, the vaccine, we, we all lined up at school and got ours. Mm. It was a sleigh. I wanted to actually play you the grab of, of okay. uh, the HP, like what they were told about the HPV and how the school handled it. Jean recalls a teacher's reaction when she raised her hand in class to say that she and another student had to go for their injection. She launched into us and, you know, was telling us it was a terrible idea for us to go and get this vaccine. 
you know, it, it's, it's encouraging us to sleep around. We are going to be sluts when we're older, all these sorts of things. I raised the very valid point with her that I could get the, this virus from my husband. And um, yeah, she basically told us to not come back after we'd had the vaccine back to that class. So they're denying education because they won't do what they say. and it's, it's a personal choice. It's fucked. There was another one who said in the report that only in her kind of cohort, only two girls out of 50 got the vaccine. So can you imagine the like long-term effects of this shittery? Oh my God. And oh my God. Yeah. And this is the thing. When you don't give kids proper education and you only give them abstinence education, all it does is increase STI rates, increase pregnancy, unwanted pregnancies, and increase, I honestly think, mental health issues of, yeah. of the amount of shame surrounding it. I, like, there's no way. Mm. Humans are going to have sex mm. if, if you, unless you are asexual, which people do have sex still, even if they're asexual. But as a whole, people are going to have sex. People are going to fuck. You have to give them the right education. I mean, grade seven, we're putting condoms on bananas. Yeah. At my primary school. Like, you have to you have to give them proper education and HPV. I mean, isn't it better to be safe than sorry? Like, oh, well, it'll encourage you to sleep around, okay? And what if I do still break the covenants of the Opus Day fucking uh, church, and then I have sex, and cool, now I have no protection. It's 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 such feigned concern for your health or your reputation or your mental state to actually just control women and control people's bodies and to hold on, like, I think as well it's because, like, churches as a whole, like, particularly Christian churches, are losing their group. Like, nuns are dying out. Rest in peace. But nuns are dying out because no one wants to become a nun because, no offence, but, like, why would you? Like, what, like, the reason we became nuns before is because obviously there was religious, there were religious organisations that had a huge influence on society. This is the end of the same harsh, but there wasn't much else to do. Um, women couldn't work. Women had no bank accounts. Like, if a church takes care of you, it takes care of you. Like, my te- my principal, Sister Alvira, was at St. Rita's from, I think, when she was in primary school. She then, she finished school there, became a nun, lived in the convent until she's, like, 90 now. Oh, my God. And she... Was a nun. So, like, obviously, if you want to become a nun, I mean, pretty random listening to this. Um, <laughs> I mean, hey, She's queen. resources wise. Yeah, wisely. hey, queen. But I, I guess, I guess when what they want is to control women to ensure that they don't see any other option except for the church. And anytime they put a step wrong and they feel shamed from the, from the church. And it's like. I know it's the, it's it's like this extreme rhetoric. I actually didn't think very naively again because I had such an amazing experience at a Catholic school. I thought obviously I knew my Catholic school was loosey goosey. I didn't think this sounds like a cult. This is this is like mm. what you hear about when there's cult documentaries about a man on a farm mm. with five hundred wives. Well, they did say in, in the investigation that like Opus Dei tries to recruit students as well to the Opus Dei institution. So, like, there's after-school activities to try and, like, and they have, like, lists of names of who they think would be kind of Scientology. eligible. Yeah, like, it's full on. And so, this is, this is a sect of the Catholic Church. Yeah. Again, what wild medical misinformation and the strength it would take to break free of that ideology is, it's really difficult. Right? Unless yeah. you have... I mean, it's good that they have access to information much more freely now, even even more so back in my, than back in my day, fifteen years ago. But like, even more so now, it's easy to understand and, and unpack pack all these 
ideals. Because even when I was in high school, in order to unpack any general societal sexist, slut-shamey bullshit like this, you had to seek it out. Mm. Like I only started unpacking a lot of it. I mean, I never really thought of it because I had a single mum. So, and also, you know, I was fighting with the nuns in grade nine about sex work, but <laughs> you still have those ideas in your head. And only when I listened to podcasts like Guys We Fucked, that was the first podcast I listened to, except for Hamish and Andy, listener. Yeah, you have to actively seek it out. So it's good that there's more access on for you pages of like feeding people. Do you want to hear the last one? Yeah. Again. Also, if my grandma's in heaven um, <laughs> and the Catholics were right, um, grandma always loved you. Wow, I just thought of that. Grandma, don't take her out of heaven, please. Carmel Cecil Uren loved you. All right. Cecil, you're right. Cecil. Um, this one, uh, trigger warning, abortion chat. And this one is, they were shown a video, but you only hear the sound effects. That's why I'm trying to give it context of how the teachers explained abortion to students to deter them. And one of the things that you'll hear is like limbs of the baby being like pulled out one by one with like this massive tweezer that goes into the cervix, into the womb. And like, this is what they explained people do when you're trying to abort a baby, right? So this but you is- just, well, in reality, you just go to sleep and you wake up and you don't feel sick anymore. Exactly, exactly. But this is how they showed them and it's like quite grotesque. Mm. One religious education class, our teacher showed us a documentary on how the abortion and the birth control pill causes cancer. Without getting the approval or consent of parents, we were then shown this video. It depicts cartoon images of fetuses with their limbs being ripped off. The abortionist uses this clamp to grasp an arm or a leg. Once he has a firm grip, the abortionist pulls hard in order to tear the limb from the baby's body. One by one, the rest of the limbs are removed. This video shown to the girls at Tangara is not an accurate depiction of how abortions are conducted in Australia. Girls cried. You know, it was it was it was emotive stuff. I was watching it thinking, well, this isn't true. This isn't how it happens. This is completely incorrect. But how do you this is the thing when you're a kid. I mean, that's very amazing of that um, young woman to say she knew mm. she must have been very she must have been fucking horrified. Yeah. But she's a kid. It, well, she was a kid, obviously, when this is happening. Um, but you believe things that you're taught at school. Like, I think a huge reason why I'm left wing is because of my economics teacher. Oh. Mr. Jarvis, slay. We need to get Mr. Jarvis on the podcast. I know. I love him so much. He can teach us economics. He used to tell us we can go on a holiday if the Australian dollar got to a, um, got to the same as the like a dollar even to the US dollar. <laughs> love him. Specific. Yeah, because it was like during that, they were crashing. We were like, yeah. <laughs> we're like capitalism. <laughs> Fuck capitalism. Um, no, but but you, you just you just sort of, you, these are the things that mould your brain. And I was very lucky to have a very progressive school that I went to. That's why I think the things that I do. But if this is what you're being taught, of course, you would believe it. If it's in science or whatever the fuck, you go, okay, well, that's what abortions are. I don't want to ever have an abortion, which obviously... I've had an abortion. I don't. I wasn't fucking jumping up and down about the abortion, partially because I was so nauseous that I was vomiting every two seconds, but also because it isn't nice to have an abortion. It isn't fun. If you have no feelings about your abortion, that's okay as well. If you're like, it was fine, that's also okay. But if someone gets into a situation where they are pregnant, th- like this, this doesn't help. If you are, pre- this is this, how does this help? That doesn't stop people having sex. It stops them having abortions. Yeah. Or hiding that they're pregnant or having unsafe abortions, like taking, look, Googling. Yeah. If they can take herbs or something instead of having it 
instead of having a baby ripped limb to limb inside of them, which is just a clump of cells anyway. Yeah, again, it's again these are these are the kinds of people that would grow up, and if they're believing everything they're taught, which why wouldn't you? Mm. You're not going to go at home and ask your parents to verify. You go, well, I'm going to the school. My parents sent me there. They obviously know. You just assume. Then they, when they're older, they'll be the people that are picketing outside of abortion clinics or they're the ones shaming their friends for having one-night stands or they're the ones being prudes. Like, they're, like they are then the agents of the church mm. as well as, yeah, it's, this, is, this is just as all having shame for themselves because all of, all of those things are just self-hatred, like all of those picketing outside of abortion clinics, self-hatred for um, AFAB people and then for AMAB people like Samuel Birth, birth um, that's hatred for women. It's all just internalised misogyny or miso- straight-up misogyny. It's being forced into their little brains. Mm. And how traumatizing! You'd have a fucking nightmare. I don't think um, Catholic. Let's go Catholic. Oscar, were you? Oi, Catholic. <laughs> the Catholic boy. Oi, yeah. um, were you? Was abortion ever mentioned in your education? I don't recall. But yeah. that could have been more that I wasn't listening. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> also, I guess she was. It was a boys' school, so they're not really gonna. It was a, yeah, they didn't really detail anything to do with like the female reproductive system at all. Yeah, like, fair enough. Really, I'd at all. Not really, no. Mm. Like you can't. You, I mean, you learn about like you know how a baby's born, you know, sperm, mm. blah blah blah. But like, a majority of the stuff I knew is from my girlfriends who are just going through their experiences and sharing mm. them with me. And mm. but otherwise, no. I think like they. And look, I, I don't know if like my school is necessarily reflective of every single you know old boy school, mm. Catholic boy school out there. But there just needs to be so much more done in terms of not only religion and just standing up for minorities as well. Like it just wasn't really a, you know, there was just, it was quite a jock culture as I sort of spoken about before as well. You know, if you didn't play sport, if you didn't love sport, then it just, you know, they, they were the heroes. Yeah. At level. Mm. It's very much jock culture. It's very hyper-masculine at those schools. Yeah. yeah. See, we, I don't think abortion was even mentioned. I think that the, the school didn't want to mention abortion because it was Catholic, but nothing bad was ever said about it. Mm. So to have this, that's actually that's actually traumatizing. I agree, a hundred percent. Like, think about the girls going back home and just associating porn with holes in the brain, yeah. abortion with getting or having a pill, getting cancer. Think about all the risk as well, like the physical risk this puts them under when they're having sex, for example, without the pill. And then also if they do get pregnant, not wanting to abort. Without the vaccine. And then the vaccine is just everything. No pill. And also I'm presuming they're preaching against condoms because it makes you a whore. I have no idea that wasn't mentioned, but I think they should be held to account. And I think there there should be a lawsuit, like a collective lawsuit. Mm. Jesus Christ. They've ruined so many lives like that. Blasphemy. That's awful. I'm really proud of those women for standing up for themselves. It's fucking amazing. Uh, And... It's so fucked up that they went through that uh, because that's that's cult vibes. Oh, Young Gravy just texted me. Ooh. Oh. Seeing him Updates? soon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Update. I'm seeing him on Wicking Clivers. Seeing him this week sometime. What are you going to do? Probably fuck. <laughs> awesome. I think we're just going to fuck for a few hours. But I'm really, but I'm like actually going to. Have- Little date beforehand. We'll catch up. Well, I'm a bit busy. I've got a bit on. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I don't have time to go for a date. Like, but like, okay, so you go in, open. The, I'm guessing like you're going to his hotel. Yeah, yeah, I go to his or hotel. Whatever. He'll open the door. I'll be like, I've got a vibrating butt plug. Do you want to use it on me? He'll be like, <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, hot. Um, also, Tony Abbott, you're a cunt. Um, Pell, uh, you're also a cunt. I'm glad you're dead. Um, 
basically uh, we were going to go through Tony Abbott's stupid little statement, but we all know why it's fucked. If you've seen it, look it up and be horrified with me. He basically said that Pell was an amazing pillar of the Catholic community and that he was a martyr. He was a bad man. So <laughs> I didn't like him. Sorry, everyone. We had to cut some things out there because it's legal. But, yeah, um, life update, everyone, besides all the Catholic shit, yeah, seeing you in Gravy this week. So I'll let you all know how that goes in a couple of weeks. Um, I wish we could get him on the podcast, but I think he's too busy. Okay. All right. Um, well, I'm chewing now, so people are going to unsubscribe if I'm chewing on camera, on, on mic. So sorry they have to eat. Um, no. Sorry for the aggression. That was fucked. I'm really proud of those young women. Um, and I hope there is a lawsuit. Lem, you're right. There should be a fucking lawsuit against that situation. Mm. All right. Bye. Bye.